Hello and welcome to the Over Under Achievers, the only podcast in the world that talks about sports and gambling. I'm one of your host, Knox McCoy. Joining me as always, fresh off running a fake high school football program, is Jason Waterfalls. I think I played for that team. Listen, uh, no comment on that. No comment on that. I will say, um, of all the things to fake, having to do with high schoolers that aren't even like accredited, that's one of the things I would not choose. I wouldn't choose to spend my time with high schoolers. Do you know what I mean? I- I got halfway through an article on that story and I was like, how did we get here? How did they get on ESPN? It's, it's how, worse. How do they have 40 year old men playing on the team? It's not, it's not great for ESPN. It's not great for them. It, it's not a great look. Now, let me, let me back up here. You're asking if that's the team you played on. Are you talking about the church league football team we played on when, uh, as a 17 year old, you clotheslined a 13 or I'm sorry, 11 year old? Is that what you're talking about? Or were we talking about something different? That was me, huh? That's your. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> we all listen. We all have. To, I was too busy throwing incomplete passes as quarterback, so it wasn't me clotheslining. Uh, excuse me. I made incredible plays as quarterback. You may yep. re- remember, and your buddy, who was actually an incredible quarterback, was like, yeah. "I've never seen moves like that before." That's a direct quote. Look, I just. Do you want to tell the people your signature move? You, you want to tell the people your signature <laughs> wide works. receiver move? A hundred percent of the time, it worked. A hundred percent of the time. Go ahead, tell them. Tell them what you did. Listen, that was not just a wide receiver move. That was yeah. we, you got to scramble. Okay, that was mostly quarterback because that's the only when it, that's the only time when it worked. And so I would scramble. That's not true. I would do that's it. not true. You okay? So for the listener, <laughs> listen. So we would play flag football, and um, I was a terrible quarterback. But sometimes other people would replace me, and then things would happen. Um, uh, uh, Jason here would run like a slot route. Okay, he'd catch a ball over the middle. He'd start running, and then he would. <laughs> It makes me laugh. Face to face, I'd come face to face with the defender. He would come face to face, and then he would pump fake. (laughs) And then what would they do? I'm twenty. I'm forty yards downfield. They would would always bite on the pump fake, and then you jump straight into the air. I'm forty yards downfield, and someone's throwing me the ball. It's still undefeated. It's my favorite move I've ever. If I see a college football player or an NFL player do it this year. Like I will just hand you fifty dollars, not out of like a bet, just out of respect for what you do. So, and I'm not yeah. fast. I had to figure out other moves. Smoke and mirrors, baby. Smoke and mirrors. Hey, you know? downfield pump fakes gets them every time. No one sees it coming, to be honest. But you did close line an eleven year old. Just admit. I it. don't remember this. Do you want I, to talk I will about tell what you, you did? You no, a no, year old man. Not, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we're not here to talk about playing Halo with forty year old men just to beat no, them. No, I'm okay? talking about on the football field. What are you talking about? I don't even remember this. This old guy came and then all of a sudden the two of you were playing O-line versus D-line every single play against each other. I, honestly, God. I had to separate you like three or four different times from this guy. You started you started blacking out. Man, I, like it's a cop Do you not out. remember this at all I on don't. the back of the church? My, this, was, this was not sanctioned. This was pickup. Like 19 through 27, it, it's really <laughs> hazy. <laughs> I know. No, I, and I didn't do drugs or I didn't drink at that point. So there's no reason for it to be hazy, but it is hazy. I know. So apologies to everybody. Um, as always, the Over and Achievers is a proud member of the Popcast Media Group. And it's a show intended to consider news in the sports world of the prism of overs and unders. Again, we're not experts. We do this for entertainment. We do this for camaraderie. And we'll always tell people to gamble responsibly. Jason, we did it, man. We, we made it. Extreme Shania Twain voice. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. You know, like the cynics... <laughs> Am I your baby? No, anybody. Like you understood is is my baby. Um, the cynic said, don't start a sports podcast in the middle of non-football times. But you know what? We did it anyway. And we focused on the NBA and we focused on movies. And we just did a survey. And we said, what do you like the least about what we do? And they said, NBAs and the movies. But hey, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're still here. We'll still stay in. A little peek behind the curtains. <laughs> What did you just do for six months? Because that's the part we didn't like. Yeah. Let's get the football. Really, the heart of what you've been doing for the last 24 episodes, we didn't like it at all, but uh, thank you do for Do we asking. like your past? No. Are we excited about where y'all are headed? Yes. Let's do this. That's it, and that's what I'm hoping for. We, we have, we've arrived at the oasis of, of football season with one grizzled podcaster, one podcast redshirt freshman, and you, a true, uh, a true freshman in Andre. I'm just, I'm proud. I'm just proud of us. I'm excited. I'm really happy to be here. I'm proud of you. you. You've you've been those one set of footprints that kind of walked around a little stumbly, especially <laughs> nights after AUAs. You know what I mean? Guilty. You've, car- you've carried us. Guilty. Guilty. It's is, okay. it, is it a straight line? No, it's not. No, okay. never is. But it got us there. Yeah, my heart's full. 
uh, big weekend coming up. So uh, by the time people listen to this, some of the games will be impl- will have been played. But um, before we get to Andre, he's going to show up a little bit later. Um, but before we get there, we've got three over unders to uh, work through. So let's let's hit our first one, uh, and this is about obviously the news that Cam Newton was cut as a member of the New England Patriots hit the wire uh, recently. So what I wanted to ask you was how many more games will Cameron Newton have as a starting NFL quarterback? I've set the over under at 0.5 games. Do you feel the under or do you feel the over? I have no clue, Okay, but I'm not going to pull an ox and Andre. Thank you. And I'm going to go with the over. I just can't imagine this is the end for him. He's got to start another game, right? This can't just be the end. Someone's going to pick him up. That's, I mean, that should happen for him. I hope, whatever, whatever. I just, I really, I honestly believe he could start another season for a bad team. Okay. I I don't believe that he's definitely going to get that opportunity. It, it's It's kind of crazy. Have you watched any of the New England Patriots preseason games? Yes. Have you seen Here's his throwing point. motion? Are you good yes. with that? No, I'm not. But because the throwing, just for the listener, year. if you've been watching, his motion is throwing up a heavy garbage bag into a dumpster, and that's like how he throws, and that just doesn't seem good, and the results haven't been great. I know, but as a big Patriots fan, especially without Tom Brady, you watched a lot no, of his teams. No, his don't games do that. Last year, don't put that on me. That's not me, <laughs> you Ricky wanted, Bobby. You wanted to bet on them a ton last year, and Andre and I would not allow that to happen. And you saw how bad he threw last year. Yeah. It was actually better during the preseason. It, 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 look, people, they, they made it seem like Mac Jones is the second coming of Jesus Christ and that Cam uh, Newton didn't have a great uh, uh, preseason. They're pretty similar. I do think the, uh, the whatever, COVID quarantine had something to do with it. And I do think the upside of Mac Jones has something to do with it. Um, I would say... Did I text you guys this week and say, man, I really wish I would have bet Mac Jones for rookie of the year <laughs> earlier. And you guys were very nice. And you're like, that's okay. And I still went ahead and bet it anyway. Just there because I don't, I don't know. Odds? I've, I've, I've lost uh, all uh, objectivity and feeling about Mac Jones. I just, I'm all in on Mac Jones, but oh, I just, really? Yeah. You were just man. making a Belichick bet. It's a little you bit of that. Mac? He just, he gets it. You know, you hear that story about like his linemen have to run laps it's and like he ran it with him. And I'm like, that's so stupid. Uh, I'll be in for a hundred dollars on match. <laughs> Did you bet a hundred dollars? No, I didn't, but I thought okay. about it. I, I thought about waiting. going triple digit. Hey, you know, you know, yeah. Triple digit bets are a big deal to me. Yeah. I am just waiting for you to make a triple digit bet. It's, it's, I had to walk myself off a bridge uh, this weekend. I'm like, hey man, like you got a long season. Like you got to pace yourself. So I look, I think. You know, uh, by the time people listen to this, he might have already landed somewhere. He hasn't yet. Um, I've seen Texans buzz. Don't understand that. Um, to me, uh, and I mentioned this to y'all, I think Ravens makes a lot of sense. Honestly, I think Dallas behind Dak makes too much sense. It makes an overwhelming amount of sense, and I kind of hope he goes there. I think that he might be worse than Cooper Rush in Dallas. He, I, I don't well, think they can. I don't think they can run that offense with with more passing game need. As we saw last year when Dak went out and Andy Dalton couldn't, especially Ben DiNucci, could not uh, support that system. They, they need someone that can actually throw. And Look, I think that Ravens makes the most sense because of, hey, we are a run-first team, but uh, my guess is Philly. And, and that's only because Philly seems desperate for some kind of veteran other quarterback going on. They, they, they're in all kinds of different rumors. So my guess would be Philly behind Jalen Hurts. Um, but that's not predicated on inside knowledge or anything. My buddy that got everything wrong about IU has not given me your Brad Stevens source. He's he's not telling you anything. (laughs) My bad Stevens source is friends source that I immediately said no chance. Uh, and then you all gave me a bunch of crap somehow, but yeah, I, um, I I heard Miami as well. No, that's terrible. Don't do that. I would, I would, I would ask you this. I would ask you this, Jason, I would pose this question to you. If I said, Hey, I've got six episodes of Gardner Minshew and Cam Newton talking about their favorite movies. Would you listen to that podcast? Because I would listen to that podcast. I would love to listen to that uh, podcast. Yeah, I hope that's the next season of Hard Knocks because this has not been 
Agreed. I don't know how that quarterback room would go. I do. There's a big, uh, there's a Ben Denucci size hole in the Cowboys quarterback room because my <laughs> God, can someone like, I didn't, I didn't like crush hard knocks. You know, the most excited right. I got about hard knocks was that drone shot, which is super trendy, but look, that drone shot was incredible. I don't care who you well, are. It was the thing that's not, it was architected. It was scripted out incredibly well. That was a very, very long drone shot. Turns out it was several drone shots. Oh, I don't care. Together. I don't care. It's like Birdman. The whole, the whole, all of Birdman's like one cut. It's not, but it's like suspension of disbelief. You guys, right, right. Come on, once. But they did beautiful. an incredible job with that. Yeah, but that guy, Ben Denucci, I don't know, like his deal. Um, I don't even. You can't even pour out like a drink for him because he's not worth it. Pour out like a high C or something. That I saw footage of him throwing like six picks, <laughs> and someone was like, "How's it going, Ben?" And he was like, "I don't know. I just threw six picks. It's not going great." <laughs> <laughs> it's like fair. Right, quick, I don't know. Quick fair. other over under. When's when's the what, name the year that we see Ben Denucci back in the league? Uh, twenty twenty five. Oh, spoiler I, alert! I'm, I'm smelling again. the bears. I'm smelling the bears. Like he'll show oh my up. Oh my no. Um, let me throw this at you. Let me just like just try this on. Okay, you don't have to buy it, but just like try it on. Okay. Um, Cam Newton colon movie star. What do you think about that? Next great action star. I love it. I think he's incredibly handsome. Yes, he's. As we've talked about several times on this podcast, he's a very large, fit human being. Yes. Like, I think that he could do better with, you know, those press conferences that he does with all the, the uh, attitude in a good way uh-huh. and the personality. You know, he, he's way better than whatever Gronk was trying to do. Let's 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 get him in Hollywood. I like this. See, I like it. He could be Rock's protege. He could be the boulder. Um, I think nope, he could be. Nope, no, 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 no. You like the boulder? Those two. We're no, not doing that. You know, no, like, we're not pairing those two together. Why not? Why not? He can, because can, we have to put somebody with him who's like a who's like a a big fit needs a sidekick, but very good actor. I, know, I love but, the Rock, but I'm he's not. on the Rock's corner, right? So I think it's a no, nice like he's not. A, no, he would be if he went to Hollywood. He would totally would be. It would be like a, a nice alpha beta. I feel like move. I set myself up for this one. It would be like Cam Newton be like, "Hey man, you're the big guy. Okay, I'm just here to like just like eat some scraps." And the Rock's like, "Okay, no, that, that's great. Let's pair him with Kevin Hart." Ooh, see, that's interesting. I feel like that. Is Kevin Hart's got all the, all the acting and all the personality, and then not the size, and then he just puts Cam just like doing like uh, facial gestures and and all kinds of reactions to stuff and rolling his eyes a bunch, but he's big and handsome. See, and this is strong. interesting to me because I was trying to respect the Rock. You're trying to cuck the Rock, and I don't know what that's about. <laughs> you got to work that out. But I think like you're, you're you're right. Like he he is incredibly handsome, has an electric smile. He's huge. I feel like you could put him in the next Fast and Furious, or you could put him in San Andreas or like San Jose you ready for this? or whatever. You ready for mm-hmm. this? Please. Fresh Blood, new Expendables movie. Love it. Let's go. Book it. Have you Book seen the, the Expendables? Thing. I have not, but... Uh, what? I mean, like, do you have to see it? You just have to be aware of it. Like, I kind of know what happened. Yes, you have to see it. They're Arnold, old, and Bruce? they rescue somebody. Dull? They shoot and kill a lot of people, right? Is that it? One of the Hemsworths? <laughs> Luke? Is it Luke? Or is he still no, lost in Westworld? That's sad. That was a sad storyline for him. I don't know. I just I think... I didn't finish look, Westworld. Cam is... is I, I think he's an underrated actor because he had the NFL commercial where that kid talks about taking his job. Oh, uh, that is, kid dominated him. Hold it was on. kind of prescient, it? honestly. Have you seen that meme? I have, and that's really good. It's really With well done. With him and Mac Jones. It's, it's a little too on the nose. It's really good, yeah. though. And I think yeah, him yeah. acting like he didn't take $180,000 from Auburn, he's still maintaining that still he's still doing, doing, that, doing that role so i just i'm impressed with him so i think he can act i, I want to see that so i hope good so you, it sounds like you're taking the under you're I'm under he might be done as a starter you just you can't throw like your santa holding the sack of world's toys you know that's just not sustainable you can't do that you just can't do that so i don't think he's i don't, I don't think it's gonna work so i'm under you're over on that let's go to over under number two um we're gonna get out of football for a second um, because I want to talk about um, this Jake Paul fight recently, um, and and the over the, the question I want to ask is how many fights until Jake Paul loses a boxing match? I'm setting it at two and a half. Um, did you watch the Jake Paul fight uh, live? Not live. I, I don't watch him live because I, I understand that he is picking people he can beat so he can win, and it's his party. He can cry if he wants to. That's great. I understand that but I'm not going to like spend money on it. And I'm certainly not going to bet on it, even though you did try to rope me into betting on this and that's on you. And you have to answer to God for that. I said, are we taking a side? Yeah. But it was and, like and in a flirty way of betting. like, Hey, like we're going to do this. We're going to bet guys. Like what's going on? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing put, this Jason. I put money on it. I'm did you really? Yeah. On who? On 
on on Woodley. Why yeah. did you do that? I told you because don't I do wa- that. I don't want to, I don't want this guy to keep winning fights. I don't need I don't either, but he's arranging them. He's setting the fight up. You know what I mean? It's like a spelling bee yeah. like that I'm in charge of. I'm going to win that. Look, I just I it, it's weird because I hate Jake Paul. But I so respect because what of Bizarre Bark. Um, he's actually decent on Bizarre Bark. He plays a really good meathead. Then why do you hate him? Uh, because of what be- he stands for. Yeah, just like the whole thing, the whole vibe, the whole persona. I don't know. But I do like. I appreciate his ability, his, his willingness to be the heel and the a hole, which he yeah. is. He is absolutely like uh, occupying that space. And I, I think what he's doing is genius. And I think people the line, are jealous. The, the line we love. He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. One hundred percent in his business. Because how much um, over under. Fifteen million dollars he's made from his four uh, boxing matches that he's way watched. over. Uh, it's twenty-two million. Twenty-two yeah. million. He made two million against the, in the Woodley fight alone. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. And, so and I, these other guys that are losing are making money, a ton of money too. That's why they keep signing up. See, the, so like I think the Woodley thing uh, is a is a step in the right direction because that was a, a decent fight from what I saw, like the highlights of it and the yep. analysis of it. The Ben Askren and Woodley had him backed up against the ropes. I mean, he really he really clocked. That was the hardest. That that's the hardest hit that I've seen Jake take in what the four fights, the four big ones that he's done. Oh, a hundred percent. You can tell he's getting closer to the line of like competitive uh, 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 boxers. But I think the Ben Askren represented the uh, the failure of this of just a guy who's like a tomato yeah. can. He's going there to get a paycheck. Uh, Woodley wanted to fight him and could have beaten yes. him. So I look. I I love celebrity deathmatch on MTV like the Claymation. <laughs> I love. I, like no one cares about boxing anymore because we don't know those people and we can't invest in them. If you're talking to right. me about celebrities and former athletes and like douchey Disney uh, uh, channel stars, I, I know these people. So I'm invested in this and I kind of like it. So I hate him, but I absolutely love and respect everything he's doing. So good for him. I'm going to say, I'm going to say over though, because I still, I, I think we're going to get to three or four fights where he's actually, we're going to like do the Conor McGregor thing and Conor McGregor's yep. going to kill him. Um, but I think he's, he's yeah, stacking this smartly. At that point, I mean, that's going to be what eighteen months from now. Yeah, when that fight happens, I mean, we're both just alleging that it's going to happen. But I think that Connor's going to be done, like done, done yeah. by then. And then Jake's just going to freaking win that too. Yeah, or even if he loses, that's okay because like it's a good story and it's good viability. I'm picking the over as well because I just don't see him setting up actual fights. Look, I think there's something to be said and there's a credit to be given for someone who he's like, no, I'm just going to be an a hole. I'm going to be a capital A. Yeah a-hole and it's not that i like like him but i appreciate someone who's like i can be a heel and i can make money off that and that's okay too so it's what bryson dechambeau should be doing he like <laughs> goes like he goes like 49 percent towards this yeah and then he backs down because he's just too sensitive and just that's do the that's whole okay thing too. my man people, people are being would mean to him and bullying him and i'm not for that however just go all the way yeah be just, the mad just scientist be hollywood Don't hogan be the, don't be the 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 sensitive scientist, no, right? Be the no. mad scientist. Go all the way. Yeah, nobody makes movies about the sensitive scientists. Although I would like to, like, well, let's TM sh- that. That's an interesting sh- story. Shout out Disney Plus. That's coming in soon. Okay, are you ready? Um, coming up this fall on Disney Plus, Cam Newton is the sensitive scientist. <laughs> would you watch I'm watching it? That. I hundred yes, percent would watch that. that. It's ridiculous. Let me give you three hypothetical fights of like pop culture figures. You tell me okay. the one you would pay for. Okay. Number one. I'll pay for it because I think it's going to be a good fighter. I'll pay for it because I want to watch that person box Jake Paul. Either. No, no, not Jake okay. Paul. These are not Jake Paul exclusive. Let's pretend oh, okay, like Jake okay. Paul ascends and he's like, hey, I'm doing my thing, but I'm also like franchising this and I'm letting other people. Yeah, that's this. his goal, by the way. That's like in the works. He should. That'd be great. So here are three fights I think he would accept. Number one, Uncle Jesse versus Uncle Joey. Would you watch that? Yes. I'll 100%. pay money for that. Who would you Who would you bet on? Jesse. Really? I mean, Joey's a hockey playing Canadian, right? No, Joey's a little sturdier. Uncle Jesse, I feel like he's always like tweeting about like he had the sniffles and like thoughts and prayers for him. Like, and (laughs) I don't, I I don't think that's a tough brand, right? I mean, like he's gonna, he's gonna, he's got the cardio that he's gonna be able to dance around that ring way longer than Joey can. Mark Summers, the host of Double Dare, versus uh, the Boston guy who's the host of Guts. I think Michael Malley was that his name? Michael Malley, of course. So Michael Malley versus Mark Summers. Who who you got in that one? Oh, Michael Malley for sure. That's, tough that's guy. My dude. That's my dude. Tough guy. I love he, I love Mark Summers, but shout out Summer Sanders. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. Okay, last one. This is my favorite one, honestly. I don't, don't want to like I don't want to like push you in a direction, but this is my favorite one. Okay, um, and this goes like back I'm to know this, this biased question. Pretty this quickly. is a this is ESPN commercial uh, centric. Okay, so okay, back do in your the day, thirty for thirty voice. Okay, 
what if I told you that? <laughs> so it's everybody, uh, the commercials you saw while you're watching the Craig Kilborn, uh, Charlie Steiner sports yep. centers. Okay. Um, so this would be John Bastow from fitness made simple versus Fred McGriff from the Tom Amansky commercials. Okay. So it's, it's very deep cut, but I feel like if you know, you know, are you going against crime dog? Are, are you asking me if I'm going against Fred McGriff? No, I'm not. I'm, I would not okay. be doing that. But I feel like John Basel thinks he could take I thought I, Yeah, I thought I knew where that was headed, but I was afraid for a second that you were going to actually go against Crime Dog. Uh, Crime Dog, Dead or Alive. Fred McGriff? Yeah, Fred McGriff, Dead or Alive. R.I.P. No, he's the alive. Champion. He's alive. I How dare you? Kidding. That's ridiculous. John Basel, Dead or Alive. Um, it's gosh, a it's a tough one, isn't it? Gotta be dead, right? No, he's alive too. Do you know how tall he's six three? John Basel's six three. He's got a Twitter hey, account too. Shout out John Basel. Good for him being six three. You know, in his in his uh, uh look, I'm not trying to spoil anything. Hold but on. if he's on cameo, we're gonna if use he's him on, on cameo. cameo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't look. I don't look. Now is, <laughs> I've never been on cameo. That's Everything good. I think about though. Every time I think about somebody that I haven't thought about in a while, I'm just yeah. like, ah, that's coming up on Cameo. It's going to be on Cameo. So like just his Twitter like header is just him with a purple background and he's pointing at you. Like he's pointing at you. You know what I mean? Do you think the hair is real? Uh, the hair is real. The face is not. That is. Uh, Are the, the pecs real? That's my question. The pecs 100% real. Okay. Because in his avatar, in his Twitter avatar, he's wearing an Oxford blue uh, button down, but no buttons. Right. It's just, it's just hanging there. It's hanging there on those it, substantial it just got off work. So I think shout out, shout out after work workouts. The crime dog would have the advantage because I think he has a good reach, but I think John Bastow, he's a little tougher than I don't, you think. I don't think I don't think Bastow's ready for that. You don't think so? No, you don't think he wants the crime dog smoke? Fred McGriff. Nope, nope. I don't think he wants that smoke. So we're both over on Jake Paul losing, even though you bet on it this weekend like an idiot, like a dumb dummy. We we know we are yeah we are both over on him not over. losing for yeah. two and a half fights. Okay, that's fair. Okay, last over under. Um, I got good odds. Okay. Good, really good odds. You know, like you just got to take that when you can take that. Maybe it had a boost. Who knows? Was there last over under? Uh, this is about. So I don't I don't get into tennis much. You know, even when it's like Wimbledon, or even when it's like the Australian Open, or even when oh, like man, I'm excited for this list to go to four. It's yeah, I I don't honestly I don't think it's good for. I think it's like I was there I was good at two. But um there's a guy, Stefan Stephanos Sitsipas. I'm sure I got the name yep. correct. Um, Nailed it. He has a tendency to take very long bathroom breaks during matches, and people are freaking pissed about it. Andy Murray talked about it. Alexander uh Zivariv, I'm sure I've got that right as well. They're just Man, like just hey, nailing these names. We're so mad about this. Um so what I wanted to ask you was how long is an appropriate just in life, not even in tennis, not even in like a uh, money match. How long is an appropriate bathroom break? Is it over or is it under seven and a half minutes? So if you're a dad okay, and you're at home, uh-huh. over seven minutes is acceptable. 100%. 100%. That's what we call also alone time. You know, that's, that's, that's leaving, emotional management. We're leaving that off the plate, right? Yes. That's not the same. Yeah, I'm talking about... Um, out in the world, like in a professional setting or like in a Zaxby's? Oh, 22 minutes. 20. Always poop on company time. Okay. <laughs> Look, Listen, it's, it's if, corporate if stealing. You need to go to the bathroom and it's 4.50, yeah. you go to the bathroom. You don't wait till 5 o'clock. No. Okay. You go spend that 10 minutes. You're on the clock. You're at work. You're doing what you need to do. That your company biological. bought your brain? They can't sue you. It's biological. Listen, this guy, it's not good. Okay. It's not good. Something's going on. Well, the sure. allegation that I think Andy Murray laid down was like he's calling his dad, who's coaching him up, he's who's life coaching him, texting. Yeah. I'm sorry, texting. He also could be in the stalls stretching while his opponents, who also could be stretching on the court, sure, are t- are tightening up. Like it, this happening this many times, and you can call it nerves, and if you know, it might come out that he's you know performance anxiety or whatever it is. This to be a pattern like this, so cleanly a pattern. Sure. Something's going on and it's not okay. And how long should bathroom tennis bathroom breaks last? Under seven and a half minutes. It's got to be under. I'm well, on, I'm well on the under on this one. It is so, it is such a weird story. This, this type of thing has happened in tennis before, but for, for him to have this many of his competitors call him out all at the same time, 
is not normal. It's not normal. And his explanation is that he's changing out of his wet clothes because he just sweats so much because he's dominating so much. I just think it doesn't take seven and a half minutes to, take it, to change out of wet clothes. Um, I, I don't know. The the tennis players change on the court all the time. Do they, they really? They change their socks. Oh, yeah. They change their shirtless all the time Okay, on the oh. court. They, they change shirts all the they, they rip open plastic, put on a new shirt all the time. They switch out socks all the time. This is something that normally goes on between sets or between games on a tennis court all the time. For him to be going into the bathroom and doing this for this long, this repeatedly, it's weird. Okay, let me take it back to the corporate world and or Zaxby's where there's like just one toilet situation. Are we over or under seven and a half minutes? If I had to change in there as well, if Not I had changing. to change wet clothes in a we're, Zaxby's? No, we're talking. First of all, if you're changing wet clothes in a Zaxby's, <laughs> stop eating the wings because you have IBS. Okay, I don't. I'm sorry to tell you that, but you do. <laughs> I mean, I do have IBS actually. So I, I know. I'm general listener. You have if you're sweating through a shirt, you have IBS. You need to see a doctor. I'm saying. If you're just like, if you're going number one or number two, or if you're not either like doing either, you're just like checking yourself out or like having an emotional moment of like, maybe I need to break up with my girlfriend or maybe like I need to quit my job or whatever. Is it culturally, socially acceptable to be in the bathroom for over seven and a half minutes? And I'm asking as a person who I'm in an office situation right now where there's, I don't know, several dudes in the office. There's one bathroom and there's like there's a urinal and a toilet, but on the outside, I guess because of code reasons, they put a little spinny wheel that's like occupied or unoccupied. So like yeah. people know when you're in there, and it's it's like it's, it's gauche it's not to just go a in there. General spinny wheel. It, it has is. to do with the locking mechanism. No, it's a it's a wheel. You have to actually do it with your hand. You have to be like, okay, you I'm did in here. do it. Touch it with your hand before you, have to you touch go it. in. There's a notch. There's a notch. And, and then we're like, trusting that people are going to touch it with their hands when they come back out. What do you think they're touching it with? You think what they're code? Them? No, I'm saying they're poop hands. What oh. code do you think? Yeah, come on. What code do you think that this is abiding by? How do you poop? Because I never poop directly on my hand. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> talking about wiping. You don't poop on your hand and throw it against the wall like a monkey. <laughs> I'm just saying, you want to talk about code reasons? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there's a timer on you all of a sudden. Okay, so we're so we're both uh, under seven and a half minutes in tennis situations, as Zaxby's, and in professional situations. Yeah, it's it's there's something going on, and yeah. I hope I hope his bowels are okay. I hope his small and his large intestines are okay. I hope his esophageal situation yeah. is okay. But there's there's I mean, it's it's not looking good for him from a cheating perspective. I'll say that. And now we're going to welcome in our good friend, uh, Andre Three Sex. Andre, how we doing, man? Gentlemen, I'm doing well. Game week is here. You know, it's hard to believe as we record tonight, we have college football on TV. You know, what a time. Let's go. What a time to be alive. I just, I saw, you know, it almost did, it looked like a mirage. I saw Chip Kelly in a visor last week, just dump truck in Hawaii. And I was like, is this real? We're like, back, baby. <laughs> who called Chip Kelly? This guy so right good. here. That's who called Chip Kelly. Look, look, Chip Kelly. Um, so I, you know, I got into it last week because I took, uh, I'm a big, I don't feel like you guys, honestly, I've talked about this that you guys don't respect him and that's okay. You don't have to, but Bert Berlarma, I'm a big fan of him at Illinois. I just, I love his vibe and what he does. I love how large he is. I always appreciate his teams. Um, I took them in the points and they didn't just cover like they actually won. And then I took Chip Kelly um, not hitting over, and that was a that was a quality sweat. That was a sauna room, really soaking that thing out. Because I feel like uh, with ten to go in the second quarter, he was about six points away. Uh, it, it, it worked out. We're like, this isn't looking good, guys. <laughs> I stopped watching at that point. I was like, you know what? You, you're healthy. Um, you have a family who loves you. It doesn't matter what you gamble. You know, like what is even gambling? And then Knox, I woke what was, up the next what was day. your favorite part about the um, Nebraska Illinois game? Um, my favorite part was all the cuts to Scott Frost and him just looking like an old man trying to figure out a U-turn at a red light. And, but he's not, you know, he's like a, like a 36 year old man. So I, that was my personal favorite part. So what was your I favorite part? Know, I need to know what they did the last three or four weeks in camp. Ooh, what have they been working on? It, Nothing, it had a apparently. big, like, Hey, I just arrived and we're going to have to do this. So like, let's figure it out together. I don't guys, this might be spicy. I don't think he's a good coach. I don't think he is. I don't know. So Knox, just to be clear, your favorite part was not telling people the opposite bet than what you wanted on um, Instagram stories. 
Oh, you talk about in my newsletter when I uh, look, man, I'm still honestly the negatives and the positives and the spreads. It's still a little tough for me. Uh, I'm, so I am working good. on it. My heart so was in the good. right place and the, oh, and yes. the money yes, I was. placed was in the correct place to, to win. I think money, both so. bets actually worked out if I remember correctly. Hey, you know what? I take that. I take that critical uh, constructive uh, feedback and I, I accept it because that's a good note. So I appreciate that. So um, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about four games. And we're going to talk about, I'm sorry, we're going to talk about five games, no four games. We're talking about four games. And then we're going to talk about some of uh, uh, Andre Three Sex plays, some surefire winners because he did really good last week too. So um, we'll start here with Penn State versus Wisconsin. Um, I, I, it may be sad that this game isn't at night because I wish this was under the lights. I wish there was a, there was a rowdy vibe to it. Um, but I'm excited to, uh, to watch this game, even though it is Big Ten football, which is inherently an unexciting brand of football um, for me. I like it being at home for Wisconsin. Like I said, I like Graham Mertz. I don't like James Franklin. I don't trust him. Um, I saw this. I I like the under. Um, I I would take Wisconsin to cover the spread at five and a half. Andre, where are you at on it? Yeah, and I've mentioned on the pod, I like this Wisconsin team. You know, with a week one conference game, you got to bring your A game. Uh, You're kind of just out of the shoot and it's ready or not. Uh, I I agree with you. I kind of like the under 50 more than I really like a side because I really Mm -hmm. do like both defenses. Um, it's probably a no play, but I would lean Wisconsin minus five and a half. I've got them 24 to 17. Okay. I like that. I like that. Jason, where are you at on it? Big on the under. I think Wisconsin wins. I think it's gonna be a close game and stay on the under. I like, I think Wisconsin's going to run it and run it and keep running it. And I just, I always think that in, in big games, James Franklin doesn't show up. He feels like a front runner guy who's just like going to beat the doors off of like, um, I don't even like, I can't even say Indiana this year because I feel like they're going to be good. <laughs> be like Northwestern. I feel like he'll like really high step on Northwestern, you know? Um, but when it's like Wisconsin, I, and I, it, Wisconsin kind of has that Clemson vibe of like, this is kind of their big game of the year. And they need to win it to kind of like set their season up. And if they don't, it's going to be bad. So I feel like they're going to be ready to go. So are you setting um, up James Franklin to really be your mortal college coach enemy? I mean, is there someone that you dislike more? Um, is there someone I dislike more than James Franklin right now? Because you really, I mean, like you, this is like the third time you've hit this pretty hard. And, and like most people in college football that I know of respect him, love him. You know, yeah. maybe they're not going to hire him at Texas, but you know, he, he's, he's a seemingly... First of all, credit to you. Love from, what you're doing here of like making me Jon Snow versus the entire army of horses <laughs> running at me. Love it. I, I appreciate it. Do we have um, a huge uh, Penn State uh, listen? listen I here? accept that. I, I totally accept that because I think he is a... If I was... If this was catching the ride and I was holding Caulfield, I'd be like, that's a big phony. That guy sucks and he's not actually good at coaching football. He's good at just talking a big game. So this yeah, guy, I... Th- this from that. a guy wearing a backwards Ole Miss hat. Uh, are you, I'm sorry. Are you trying to talk about my number one boy, Lane Kiffin, which we will be talking about <laughs> all saying, the bets on place on him. Loving later. Lane Kiffin and hating James Franklin is a hot take. I and note for the audio. It's the powder blue. Oh, it, it is. It's a great fire. <laughs> it's it a, fire. it's a beautiful There's one. There's no doubt I'm, about that. I'm looking for a jersey. Honestly, Lane, if you're listening, and I know you are, I'm just waiting for a jersey. <laughs> Please send that to me right now. Um, let's move Number on. Number one Lane to, Boy podcast. Speaking of underwhelming, let's talk about Notre Dame and uh, Florida State University. See, here we go. This is why I was getting my shots in early. It's, it's <laughs> Look, unnecessary. No, point. listen, because actually I, I like Notre Dame to cover uh, uh, the points easily. Um, I think Florida State is a huge, giant fraud. I think Mackenzie Milton loved the story. Um, but I think anytime you almost lose an appendage and then you're, you're, you're trying to play competitive sports later, I just don't trust it. Um, and I think, I think the, the real big story here is a four states covered is bare as hell. Um, and we're not talking enough about it. And I think secretly, um, Notre Dame's covered. I, I think they're a little light on explosive, uh, skill player positions, but I think along the lines, I think they're very deep. I think they're very talented. So I think Notre Dame just beats that a word, uh, pretty severely. Andre, where are you at on it? I definitely think that Notre Dame is the better team. Uh, I, you know, you kind of need Florida State to show you that they have gotten better on both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, they were atrocious on defense last year. Again, this is a really a no play for me. Uh, I do have a lean. I, I would take Notre Dame. I've got them winning thirty-one to twenty-one, uh, okay. but I could I could definitely see blowout city coming if if Florida State just you know kind of gets their wheels stuck in the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that, Jason. Where are you at on it? My only fear in this game, and the line's currently at seven and a half, and, and I would I would take that, and I probably will. Um, I might tease it down, put it in a parlay. Possibly is more is more likely what's going to happen. Try to get it to around six and a half. 
uh, just so I'm, I'm safe at a touchdown. But the only thing that makes me a little fearful is, are they going to come out playing for Bobby? You know no. what I mean? They, most of those guys <laughs> no. don't even know who Bobby Bowden is. They uh, no, no they do. Is. If they're at Florida State, they know. Look at me. Is. They have no idea who Bobby Bowden is. Okay. They don't. Listen, they just don't. That, and I think I think a lot of no this. No allegiance to Florida State anymore. You used to ride pretty hard. No man, I, it was before you were a Tennessee fan. I like their defense. Look, I'm a seasonal guy. You know, Lane Kiffin's at Ole Miss, just chopping it up. I love that. Maybe mixing up with coeds. Who knows? I like that season. <laughs> if he moves on to Iowa State, guess who I like now? Iowa State. You know what I mean? I'm there for the story. I think we're drafting off of Peter Warwick. Um, uh, Casey Weldon, Chris Ricks, God help me vibes. And we think Florida State's good. They're not good. Their receivers are trash. Their offensive line is trash. Would you know, would either of you, if you walked into a, a, a gas station and you saw Mike Norvell, would you recognize him? Because I would not. I would not know who that Absolutely is. Absolutely not. You- and then the pictures of him from his college playing days when he rocked the cornrow dreadlock <gasps> looks. No. Look it up. Look it up. I'm looking at it. Honestly, I'm not trying to be rude to you, Andre. He looks like an even dirtier JT Daniels. He does. <laughs> he likes PJ Daniels, you know, and that's not a compliment. That is bad. That's so very not, bad. So you're betting Notre Dame on this game or I'm what? betting. I've already bet Notre Dame. It's done. I have oh. placed the bet. I'm riding that. I think, I think they're going to win. I don't even think uh, Brian Kelly's going to get like semi-right tomato face. I think he's going to be like very pale the whole game. He's not even going to get that excited. He's like, guys, we got this. Don't worry about it. Um, okay, let's go to uh, Bama in Miami. Um, this, I think the line right now is at 19 and a half uh, for yeah. Bama. Um, I go into this. That's a lot of points, you know, because obviously Bama's going to win. So whatever, who cares? Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out, do I want to take that action? Uh, but really, I think this comes down to, I need to be impressed by Bryce Young. I need him to tell me what I'm supposed to expect for this year because I got really spoiled by Mac Jones and just like uh, uh, emotionally betting on that, um, especially in the title game. Um, and I need uh, I, I need Bill O'Brien to be like, am I a good offensive play caller or am I just a big chin dimple? And I, I think this game is going to tell me what to expect. Um, so I think I would lean Bama um, just because of uh, old biases. But Andre, where are you at on it? Like Knox often says on this podcast, I like to bet on good teams. And <laughs> Bama is absolutely loaded again. Uh, like I said, I need Florida State to show me kind of what they have on offense and defense. I don't need to see a lot from Alabama. They're just going to be good. Yeah. Um, I guess my only fear would be a, a slight backdoor uh, cover by a late touchdown uh, by Miami. You know, Alabama's up big. They've taken the reserves. You know, the reserves are playing a, a touchdown or two on the back end for Miami would probably be my only concern. But I think Bama wins big. I have them forty-one to seventeen. I don't think this game's ever really going to be close. Mm. It'll be interesting to see uh, Derek King kind of how he looks post ACL surgery um, for Miami quarterback for Miami. But again, you know, I'm interested to see, like you said, Bryce Young, uh, what Bill O'Brien's going to do on the offensive side, but they are elite on the defense and they are just going to suffocate Miami. And what Miami doesn't need to do is let the outcome of this game sort of ruin them for the season. Don't let this, <laughs> don't let it lose, you know, don't lose twice uh, to Alabama. Just, you know, you get smashed, just forget about it. Everybody gets smashed by Alabama and just move on. But I think I like Alabama uh, minus 19 and a half. This will be a, a play for me. So you'll take that play. Okay. Interesting. It's, it's hilarious that this is Miami. This is the U. This is the Hurricanes. And it feels like uh, Alabama playing UTC or Western Carolina. You know, it's just like, hey, don't get hurt. Like, take the money and like have a good season. <laughs> I think that's yeah. insane. Jason, where are you at on it? I don't know that. I really don't know that this is going to be the game that Bryce Young nor Bill O'Brien get exposed as frauds if they're frauds. I'm not saying they are. I'm sure. saying if they are, I don't think they end up getting exposed this game. 19 and a half does not scare me that much. I know half the team got uh, drafted uh, from Alabama last year, but they did beat Ohio State by 28. Wow. So you're telling me that they can't beat Miami in week one, even on the road, by 19 and a half? Uh, I, I kind of actually like that number. I, remember, I think if you're making a same, case against it. This is the same number that was Notre Dame and I and I took <laughs> I took Notre Dame plus the points right See, I this keep is, coming back to that it, but I think the case against it is Bryce Young uh this first game you know first game as a starter 
Bill O'Brien, first game as a play caller. You've got, uh, was it Brian Robinson, first game, him really starting. It's a lot of firsts for people, and will they be fast out of the shoot? And did we get so spoiled by Devonta? Did we get so spoiled by uh, Mac Jones? Yes. Uh, that we're just expecting that, and it's not really earned yet. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah, know. I, I think that's all very fair. I just don't think that this is the game and the team. This Hurricanes team is, is to expose them. That, yeah, that's my I, only point. I do feel like I for the last six years I've seen this game where yeah. Alabama absolutely curb stomps whoever they're playing by over twenty points. So I feel like I'll just play that just because of tradition. But um, I'll be interested to see if they can keep it close. Andre, you starting to sweat yet? Here we go. <laughs> You yeah, ready? there's some news coming out uh, as we're sort of recording that we'll get. To, oh, good. But, uh, so, so, Bra- so this is so we're recording Wednesday night. So by the time people are listening to this, this might be old news. But we're gonna talk about Georgia uh, Clemson. What's what's the what's the breaking news, Andre? Yeah, so breaking news is sort of some COVID concerns on both sides of the football. Uh, earlier today, uh, some news came out about a couple of Clemson players. Uh, one being uh, Tyler Davis, a defensive tackle for Clemson, starting defensive tackle. Uh, with some COVID concerns that's sort of been followed up and there's uh, nothing confirmed yet, but there are reports that he will be out for Saturday. Mm. Uh, there's a couple of other players that are, um, are sort of unnamed, but there uh, are some cause for concern. And then as we sort of came on tonight, Georgia reported that their sports medicine director, Ron Carson, uh, tested positive for COVID. And he is oh. the one that basically uh, helps all the injured players. But he has okay. a very uh, he's very much around the team often uh, and is has a lot of uh, touch points with uh, with a lot of the players. So it'll be interesting to see uh, kind of what sort of news comes uh, tomorrow uh, once they test 72 hours out. Well, none of those things are what I want to hear before this game. You know what I mean? So I don't like any of that. Is there any Justin Ross news on the Clemson side? Uh, they not really. Uh, Dabo sort of mentioned in the press conference today that uh, he's excited to have him back. Uh, kind of rumor was it was an ankle injury. Uh, what came out as, as kind of a, a twisted ankle uh, expected to still play on Saturday. Okay. And just to, just to confirm, Dabo still hasn't resigned? Uh, because Dabo of, still hasn't re- signed. Everyone's wow. getting paid. and Dabo Not a man of his word. Not a man of his word. Always said that. Wow, man. So, like, look, uh, when I'm thinking about this is – this is really a difficult game for me to deduce and figure out because um, I do feel like this means more to Clemson, you know, because yeah. if they win this, they're pretty much in the playoff. Um, I do feel like they're deep. I feel like the roster is really uh, outside of the, the uh, running back. I feel like they're very deep, um, but I also do feel like it means a lot to Georgia as like, Hey, we're not going to lose this game again. You know, like uh, we're not going to do the battered bulldog thing of like in the big game where we need it, we're going to like figure out how to mess it up. Um, ah, I don't I know. About, this, I think this might mean more to Georgia because then this means they can't lose another game all season. Whereas we all agree that Clemson, if they lost this game is very unlikely to lose another game. And then they're just looking at the ACC championship game and just being like, well, I guess we only have one other game to win this year. See, I feel like if Georgia loses this, they're still in the mix. And they all they got to do is run the table and then beat Alabama. But I think Clemson's still in the mix if, if they if they lose it. Uh, maybe. Maybe. It's going to be a harder case, though, because they don't have the Georgia has seats. to win the SEC championship game if they lose it. Sure, that's but that's our path. I agree with that, yeah. At least they have a pathway of like, hey, we can lose this, but if we still win the SEC championship, we're in the playoff. If yeah, Clemson I think loses this... Yeah, it's Clemson loses. They have a lot harder road to get to the championship. They would basically need Georgia to go undefeated, win the SEC. And they're like, look, listen, our only loss was to the uh, the best team in the country. Yeah. But I think narrative-wise, this is a huge game for Georgia and for Kirby. I mean, he's, it's, it's always kind of the biggest good. game in years, to be honest. I mean, outside the national championship game, probably, yeah. Yeah, and I think you said the right word, narrative. I think yeah, it's, I mean, it it's about a fit. narrative here. It's just, you know, Georgia is – unfortunately been known to lose a bigger game or lose a game that they're not supposed to. And they're sort of fight that uphill battle for the rest of the season. And then they get to the end and they're the fifth or sixth team. And you're like, you know what, had they just won, you know, this one game that they shouldn't have lost or, you know, beaten a team that they uh, were certainly in in the mix till, uh, till the very end, you know, they would be in the CFP. So I think that, I mean, there's no, I don't think there's uh, to the listeners. There's no doubt which side I'm going to be on. It is. <laughs> I have Georgia 
at plus three and a half. I think the line is now three, but I have Georgia at plus three and a half. I have Georgia on the money line. Uh, there is a lot of, is it home rest? Sure. But there's a lot of, uh, this is probably Kirby's best team, even mm-hmm. including that uh, team that went to the national championship. Um, I will be live from Charlotte, from Bank of America Stadium on Saturday and uh, nervously excited to uh, to get there. So. Well, it's it's one of the most uh, exciting, uh, you know, opening weekend games that I can remember. So I'm I'm super excited about it, and I, I really I think this hinges on JT Daniels. Is JT Daniels the real deal? Can he throw the ball downfield? And can he throw the ball downfield when it matters against good competition? That's I feel like that's really going to be the inflection point of like, do they win or do they uh, uh, get beat? So I don't look. I'm uh, I feel like I'm leaning Clemson right now just because I feel like. I think it's that history. I tend to go on the side of history, um, but I don't know. Are you, do- I, are you doing this? What are you doing right now? Me? What? What do you mean? What am I? Yeah, doing? you leaning Clemson. What's this nonsense? I mean, I, listen. I talked about it in the episode this week. I like. I feel like I, I want to bet them this week, but I still want to bet Georgia for the national title. That's kind of where I want to. I land, don't like. But I don't like this at all. I I I I didn't get in on the three and a half. Uh, the Georgia getting the three and a half, and I and I regret that. And that half and, points just gonna just like f it. You're going to the other side. You're doing no. This? That's just kind of a feeling. Are you I, trying to I, hurt him or yourself? Just be honest. I, hey, you know what, tough guy. You want to you want to pronounce the quarterback's name yet? Are you still still working on that? Still in training camp? I I would love to. <laughs> a lot of cancer culture out there. Doing my best. <laughs> yeah. So where so where are you landing on it, Jason? Georgia, Georgia money line, Georgia plus, Georgia plus three, Clemson, eleven and a half under because of this game for the season, eleven and a half wins under, all all been placed. I just don't think Clemson's going to win. I think I think that their run is their run of eliteness. I think they're going to win probably all their other games. This is their big game. I think that their run is done. It's it is a wild off season. Dabo is supposed to quit. I, I, I I'm just I, I think that it's going to be Georgia's time. Now, I'm not saying Georgia's going to be unscathed through the entire season and the SEC championship game, but I, I do think Georgia is going to win this game. I think if I had to, I would stay away. I think, I think my heart, my, I my head says, my head says Clemson, but I think just for unity and because I don't want to, I, I really don't want to root for Clemson. I, I don't really enjoy Clemson. And I don't like Dabo. Um, I, I think I'm just going to go ahead and bet Georgia. Just for for clarity, you know, yes. for synchronicity. Um, Jason, so. good job. We did it. We talked him into <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah, I feel I, like you sat back nervously while I no, uh, our, listen. Our host he, here, he but can't yeah, hurt okay. me. Georgia football has hurt me enough. He nothing that listen. That's what I'm saying. Who is hurt. he trying to hurt? <laughs> you're you're gonna you're acting like it's a good thing. I feel like I just put the death knell on it. So <laughs> apologies when uh, when it goes badly. I'm super um, excited though, just to see. Like I said, it's it's going to be you know live tackle football, two elite teams, and I think it ultimately comes down to. Georgia's offensive line against Clemson's defensive line and Georgia's mm-hmm. defensive line and front seven against Clemson's offensive line. Um, okay, so I do feel like we all landed on Georgia. Georgia straight up, right? We're just and, we're I'm paying Georgia half and money line. And you, then, you seem like you feel okay with it. Is that fair? You talking like, to me? I'm, a, I'm great with it. I'm 100% yeah, because I don't know what this was with this Clemson game. I feel like it was just getting in your head. And you were talking up Georgia and believing it. I could tell your tone. I know how you are. Okay, can I be honest with, with you? With your is this a safe space? Reverse- yes, it is. I don't have reverse jinxes. Okay, I'm a man. Okay. I say what mm. I think and I mean what I say. No, okay, that's not accurate. It was you tried I, to bet I, the Patriots like 14 times last no, year. Look, I thought the Jets would beat them and they didn't. But you know that was my bad. Okay, I'm a beginner gambler. What, what do I, what do I tell you? Um, it was uh, watching Sports Center this week when uh, Kirby and JT were on and being interviewed and JT felt like a freshman who was just like explaining his report card to the, the sports or anchors. And that spooked me a little bit. I was like, I don't know what to think about that. So yeah, spoiler alert, I don't think that you should talk to half of these college football players. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They, they are good at what they're doing. Not yeah. Good camera guy. Yeah. It's Not okay. Not everybody's guy. good on camera. You know, it's, it's uh, it is what it is. So um, we're, we're all for so to recap. We're all in Wisconsin. Is that is that correct? Correct. Uh, but the under all, the under is what Andre. Yeah, it's a no play for me. Should be the uh, but yeah, I would lean no Wisconsin and under. Okay. Yep. Uh, all on Notre Dame or Andre? Were you on Florida State? No, I took Notre Dame. Also a no play, all, but I would lean Notre Dame. You could convince me uh, to take Notre Dame as a an actual play, but yeah, I think they, they cover. And I'm on, I'm on Notre Dame. I think they're safe. 
on Notre Dame, all on Bama, all on Georgia. Yep. Yep. Which surely this can't go wrong. Look, honestly, this is this is a stupid thing I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I would rather be wrong and all of us be wrong together than like me be right and you guys be wrong or vice versa. That's a that's a not fun dynamic. I think we're gonna come out of this three and one. Famous so I'm just gonna hate editor Knox clip that and just like have that ready for next week <laughs> when everything goes bad. So <laughs> um okay before we go cameo uh Andre do you have any like any plays, any surefire winners that you've got locked and loaded? Yes, definitely some leans um I like, I was kind of go through them kind of one by one. Not a lot of to add more uh, than kind of the side I'm on, but it's uh, I like Kansas state minus two and a half against Stanford in Jerry world in Dallas. Uh, I like, um, I, I like Ohio state minus 14 against Minnesota. I just think they're by far the better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like San Jose state plus 14 against USC. San Jose returns. San Jose State returns nineteen starters. Uh, just kind of, this is a bet against Clay Hilton. Honestly, um, I like two games that kind of like are a Super Bowl, for Week One type uh, games, which are Western Michigan plus seventeen against Michigan Ooh. at Michigan and Utah State plus seventeen at Washington State. Uh, probably my favorite of the weekend is actually tomorrow night it's a UCF minus five against Boise State I think Gus finally gets him an accurate quarterback and uh, I like them to cover that against Boise State and then a little appetizer for those that are going to be in Charlotte Uh, Charlotte plus six and a half against Duke a uh, friend of the pod, Coach Will Healy of Charlotte, has us hooked up for sideline passes for Friday night. Uh, so we will be in attendance for a little uh, green and gold on Friday night and then uh, red and black on Saturday. So, Andre, how did your tweet bets go last week? Uh, they were 2-0. and oh. And are you going to tweet these bets out, please? I will tweet these out. And I also have a fun seven-game parlay that does include some Thursday night games. So I will get that uh, sent out uh, probably in the morning. But it is these are all money lines. It's Rutgers, NC State, Ohio State, Alabama, Cincinnati, Oregon, and Missouri. All seven of those teams are 14 points or higher favorites. And the seven-team parlay pays plus 111 okay Ooh. i like that this plus odds i've got a five-teamer I, I cobbled together um that i think unc is the is the linchpin of that that's the that's the tricky part and it's like a lot of alabama uh, uh ohio state stuff like that so um but yeah so uh, i know a lot of people don't listen for the for the picks um they just listen for the vibes but if you're all listening you for the picks, you should listen to uh to andre's plays let me ask this i i'm gonna I, i'm gonna make a commitment I have decided to uh, follow Lane Kiffin Jesus this this summer this this, this season, and every week I'm going to make a Lane Kiffin bet. I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with uh, Ole Miss, whether it's a player uh, thing or just like a like a general um, play on Ole Miss. Um, where so it, I, I'm looking at either Ole Miss uh, minus ten and a half. Or I'm looking at Ole Miss uh, over or under seventy five and and a half, which is such a big line. Um, what do you guys yeah, feel but, better about? Because I think I, I think I like the spread. Seventy five and a half feels like a lot of points, but I do trust Lane and Macaron. Yeah, I mean I would I guess initially I would say Louisville on Monday night, right? Mm-hmm. It's Louisville mm-hmm. Monday night. It's in Atlanta. Who's, whose coach wanted to leave. Whose coach was like I get he me actively out of looked for other jobs. I would lean Ohio uh Ole Miss uh, minus the points, and I guess until Ole Miss proves that they have a defense that can slow down anybody else, we know they can score tons of points. Sure. So go ahead and give me the over. So I think I just what I'm gonna, what I'm telling you guys is I think I'm just gonna bet the Ole Miss over every single game, and I'm yeah, just gonna see just how I end Ole Miss's up. points. Yes, just Ole Miss's points every single I lo- game. I love that for you. <laughs> I think you're gonna come out a winner at the end of the year. You and Lane and points and you needing them every single week. And you relying on your number one boy? Yeah, this could get this could get fun. This is something we might track. I think this is like real relationship therapy. Like, are there going to be some bad weeks? Absolutely, of course there is. But you know, overall, I feel like we're going to go the distance with each other. So I'm. Yeah, really I don't think that's how that's going to play out at all. But I'm super excited for you thinking that that's going to work out well for you. Okay, so why don't we transition here to cameo close to the pin? Um, is really it John based out? It is John based out. I have oh located him. Uh, I haven't clicked through. 
because I wasn't like ready to do that and I didn't want to spoil myself. But um, based on a previous conversation we had in this episode, we we're going to pick uh, John based down. And for people who don't know, um, th- he was a big deal in the late nineties, early aughts. Um, he was fitness made simple. He had incredible abs and he just wanted you to look good feel good and like do good on your body. Um, he is on cameo. I can't believe he's still alive. Honestly, I thought he was dead. Um, so I'm just like excited that he's here. So he's got 19 reviews. In his video, which looks like an Instagram story, to be honest, yep. he is in his car. He's wearing a scarf and like a North Face zip up um, rain jacket. I can't tell. It he is gives, an SUV. He gives me uh, seven year old BMW vibes. He looks as young as he did when he was on ESPN. So God bless him. I, I honestly he could be your he could be your no, new favorite boy. He no, that's ridiculous. Don't say that. Lane Kevin's still alive, so you need to apologize, to Lane. Um, I <laughs> make it sound like he's gonna die. I'm as confused about John Bastow's cameo as I am about the Georgia Clemson game. I just really have no read on this. Nope, so, nope, nope. Um, you're all in on Georgia. You're 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 not helping our friend Andre out. I'm all, all I'm all in on Georgia. I'm there all in is. on Georgia. There it is. Okay. I don't know about John Bastow. Um, I I don't have any writing utensils, so you just like I'll just show it with my hands. Do you guys have your number? Or are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. ready. I let me, give me a second. Give me a second. I'm gonna go. I, I saw it. Okay, I'm going 175. Jason's yes. going 101. Andre's going 55. Yeah, no I, way, I really feel like I went too high. There, this is, this this is the most contentious digits. that we've ever had. This is why, the okay. Triple digits. Why? Why did you pick 55, Andre? Because there's no way he's triple digits. Just why? like, and I thought y'all would pick 50. So he got he got a that. nation in shape, bro. Like, Jason, that was a long up, time bro. ago. Why a did long. you go 101? I thought that that one of you was going to go 100 and one of you was going to go like 125. And I think it's like right around 105, 110, 120. And that's what I was trying to stick, stick in there. You went 175? Was that correct? I know. I panicked, to be honest with you. I panicked. <laughs> 55, no 55 feels like a panic and 175 feels like a panic. Okay, let me explain it. I feel like he seems like the kind of guy who stands in front of the naked completely nude. And it's just like, God, you're killing it. You're killing the game. Stands in front of the naked, completely nude. No, the mirror. Did I say naked? I'm sorry. My coke and rum ratio got a little out of hand. That's on (laughs) me. My bad. It's not not an AUA, but good for you. I feel like he stands in front of a mirror, completely nude, makes strong eye contact, and he's like, "You're killing it, bro. Like you're doing it." He might be like a thousand seventy-five. You know, like I could see that. So I don't. uh, I feel like it's higher than we think. No way. Let's go for the reveal. His number is 60. His number is 60. <gasps> wow. What a no humble way that man. Guy was, no way that guy was triple digits. John Basedow, so humble. I've always said that. I've always said that. Just a that humble is, man. Well, his last, um, his last review is from seven months ago. Prior to that, it was two years ago. He looks good, guys. He looks really good. Can I put good. an accusation out there? Please. I think Andre's juicing. Whoa. You have any proof? You have any proof to back that up? Yeah. Bring your receipts there, big dog. Fifty-five on a sixty-dollar John Bastow. Here's my is... thing. I knew it wasn't triple digits, and I was convinced that one of you guys was going to be fifty, and so I went off fifty. Hey, Jason, can you allege? 50. Can you allege that I'm juicing because I was way off? You know what I mean? And I feel like <laughs> I, <laughs> maybe I'm playing the long game. Have you thought hey, about bud. that? <laughs> hey, bud, I started smoking the two of you, and then Andre started coming back, and we haven't seen you in a minute. So maybe I'm playing the to, long game, and I'm going go to go ten be in straight. Suit countersuit with Knox right now. I'm worried about having a suit countersuit with Andre. Okay, <sighs> I got too hyped up. He gets about- weird ones really close. Listen, and this is this is where the juicing comes in. Something I was too focused here. on talking about him and validating him as a choice <laughs> that I didn't really think through what I wanted to guess. So that's you literally my asked all of us what our rationales were before you showed us a number. I know it's my fault. <laughs> it's my fault. It's it's my fault. I I did a bad. I did it. I did a no good. So I deserve to lose really badly on that. I'm not gonna so. lie. One seventy five. As soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, this is an egotistical guy. And then as soon as you said the number of sixty, I was like, what a humble guy. Like just trying to keep the nation fit. Like Andre is just spot on with John. But I think based I think he's a savvy businessman because all of his uh, cameos are in his car. But he's also like, hey, I was twenty years ago. I'm not now, you know, so I can't ask for the premium rates. So. What's the Tybo guy? Uh, Billy Blanks. That was made. Those video. Do you know those tapes were manufactured here, where I sit in the in the lovely metropolis of Cleveland, Tennessee? Do we think? Do we think Billy Blanks is on 
cameo? Like a, like a, a plus one here? Hit it. So if I hit Billy Blank's exact, I get both wins. Do you guys feel good no. about that? No. Come on. No. Guys. This is, this okay, is okay, the okay, stuff okay, okay. both of you do. No, no. I, I never pull this stuff and you both I was do. so far off, though, that it's reasonable. It's no, reasonable no. odds. It will be a that full one, separate. That was really far off. That so I'm really hearing maybe. I'm hearing a maybe from both of you. Your yeses make a maybe. So, okay. So Billy Blanks. So Billy Blanks, you know him. You love him. Um, hey, Knox, what are you doing with all your free time? Oh, I started a sports podcast. Oh, like what's the biggest segment? Uh, cameo closest to the <laughs> People really love it or people really hate it, you know? Uh, and the people fine. who hate it don't I, even listen anymore. I absolutely so I love it and I want to yeah. destroy Andre. That's all yeah. I think about. Here's the thing. This isn't for the listeners. This is for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, but, literally but, couldn't care less what you think about this segment because the sick cameo behind a paywall and it's just the three of us paying to listen to it. Oh my gosh. This is tough because I feel like he, he similarly is a egotistical guy and like he's accomplished stuff. He's got renown. You know what I mean? So, but more people have heard of him. I don't know if that's true. I feel like John that Basel is true. was a legend for a minute. He was, his abs were in- incredible. John um, out birthed Billy Blanks. Okay, okay. I I have my number. Andre, what you got? Andre's two. 200? Jason is 123. Is that right? One. Oh, I'm number. sorry. I was looking at your keypad. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's number is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. It's like, what a weird number to choose. I chose 150. Uh, let me click through. Survey says, oh, holy shnikes, 275. Oh my gosh! Two seventy-five. Ten to five to eight. I'm actually sweating now. This is not okay. <laughs> this comeback is. I talked too much ish for too long. This is like actually a problem now. Shark in the water, man. Shark in the water. Andre, do you do you research cameo in your free time? Just be honest. I've, <laughs> I've never, never been on the been, site. That's I've the never truth. Been on cameo in before in my life. Uh, there, I don't know if that's accurate. He's got brown water. He's getting red faced. He's getting that tomato face. Brian Kelly, tomato face. He's getting fired up. That's going to do it for this episode of the Over Under Chiefers. Guys, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening. Again, uh, the best way to support the show, if you're even interested in that, is to leave us a five-star rating interview or tell your friends, tell people who would be interested in podcasts that talk about um, incredible sports gambling, but also other sports news and came close to spin. Uh, people who would be interested in that, let them know. As always, I'm Knox. He's Jason. He's Andre. We will see you next time. I hope Georgia is juicing as much as Andre is. Bad, 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 bad.